This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, hey, hey there. I hope that you are listening to this episode while sitting out in the sun and enjoying something absolutely fruity. It is officially summer, and y'all, I cannot stop drinking lavender lemonades. <laughs> I finally made some lavender simple syrup a couple of weeks ago so that I can make them at home and stop buying them for $5 for a tiny, tiny bottle, but they are just so yummy. So definitely hit me up on Instagram if you want my recipe for the simple syrup and for the lemonade. So Scott, the girls, and my mom are actually headed to Atlantic City for the week, and it's kind of become a yearly tradition of ours. I love that the girls have gotten to know my mom better and that even though they're now teenagers, which is a little crazy time, they still like spending time with my mom and also with us. And one of the things that's always been really important to me as I've built my business is still having time for the people I love and the activities that I enjoy. But with that, there's always still been the knowledge that I can't just stop doing everything in the summer, right? And everything related to my business. I still have to make money and I still have to keep our client pipeline strong. And so if you are an agency owner feeling the pull between summer fun and making sure you stay sustainable, then I want to tell you about a new four-week program I just announced earlier this week. It's called the Agency Owners Summer Soiree and we kick off on July 17th. Now, the goal of the Agency Owner Summer Soiree is to create space for more fun this summer while also being super intentional about moving the needle forward in our businesses in the most impactful way possible. So each week, you'll be given one operational task and one marketing task to work through. No busy work here. It's all about getting in, getting out, getting done, and getting back into, you named it, summer fun. (laughs) And by the end of the four weeks, you will have spent more time enjoying the gorgeous weather while also being amazed at how much more calm, focused, aligned, and set up for fall success your agency feels. I want you to go right this second, write this down, check out the Agency Owner Summer Soiree at TashaBooth.com forward slash summer. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash summer. And if you enroll before July 1st, you will get this absolutely gorgeous summer soiree tank top or t-shirt, your choice, mailed to you. It's going to be so much fun and you're going to get to see what a balanced summer can actually look like in your business. Okay, let's head into our episode. I am so excited to introduce today's guest, Dora Rankin. Dora founded Gypsy Soul Coaching and the Women Who Soar Collective to provide business coaching for women entrepreneurs that want to live in their purpose and create wealth. Dora helps you uncover your purpose and activate your business through timeless, measured business growth planning, yet simple, effective sales and marketing strategies, and rolling up your sleeves together with her. Her full suite of business coaching and consulting programs includes money mindset, sales strategy, growth planning, capital planning, and more. So let's go ask Dora how she leaned into saying yes and opened up new possibilities. Dora, it is so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being here. 
Love being here. Hi, Tasha. Hello there. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Of course. Well, thank you for for having me join. I was super stoked to to be part of this today. Um, Who am I? My name is Dora Rankin. Yes, yes. And I am the founder of Gypsy Soul Coaching and the Women Who Soar Collective. Um, For the last three years, I have been serving women entrepreneurs that are really looking to to live their purpose and create their highest earnings potential. So economic power is my jam and ensuring that we close the wealth gap is um, really important to, to me. Thank you for that. And you were a guest expert in one of my uh, groups, Agency Thrive Mind, recently, and we loved having you to talk about sales and uh, sales generating activities. And thank you for that once again. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was super fun. So one of the things that I love about um, this season on the podcast is that I have had so many amazing conversations about the lives of women business owners. And I just love the fact that we are not just talking about business, but how life and business intersect. And often what's happening in your your life informs either the type of business that you're building or the reason that you're building your business or any of those things. So I'd love for you to share some of your story with us in how life and business kind of collided for you. Yeah, I think, yeah, that sounds great. So it's funny because I was just having a conversation with someone yesterday and we were talking about how a lot, a lot of times you see on the outside, you see all of these wonder th- wonderful things happening, um, but nobody actually talks about the the, the reality of what's going on, <laughs> like what's like real. And it's important for us to actually talk about them because this is where the more vulnerable we are, the more we can relate to each other. So um, on how I got to where I am now, I'm 46 now, and I have two grown grown daughters that are 21 and 23. And um, at 25, when I was 25, I found myself divorced <laughs> with two little kids. And so I got married right out of college and got divorced three years later. And I had a six month at my hip and a two-year-old at my knee. And I had a degree in finance and wasn't sure what I was going to do. But I really was remaking history because my my mom was the same way. My mom had gotten married and divorced early and she raised myself and my sister. She was a powerhouse. She was in administration, in in healthcare, and ran a hospital. So I I watched her, I watched her, I watched her just be be the powerhouse and and be um and raise us. So I knew I could do it because I I watched her do it. I just wasn't sure how I was going to do it. Um, but at 25, living in Cleveland, Ohio, with a finance degree, what you do is join join the forces of working at the bank, and that's what I did. And I jumped into the bank, and um, I had an opportunity. And I like to share this story really quickly because it's just impactful. Because this was over 25 years ago. And this type of story, this this example is still happening today. But in my late 20s, I was offered a promotion and I really had to sit back and and contemplate whether or not I could accept that promotion, not because of talent or skill set, but because of money. And because I knew if I would take that promotion, I would be kicked off of the assistance that I was on because I was a single parent at the time taking care of these girls and I would be kicked off of government assistance if I accepted this promotion. And literally 
was like, hmm, what should I do? I don't, I don't want to be kicked off of this. But I did, I did take the promotion and had zero money for the next three years. Um, but after three years, I was promoted again. And under the age of 30, I was named a senior vice president for a bank. And that wow. is just unheard of. So I share that story because we I still I still have conversations with young young women in corporate that are debating on whether or not to take a promotion because they're afraid that they're not going to be able to make enough money to make ends meet. So yeah, so under the age of 30 that's where I found myself and for the next 17 years I spent um I spent at the bank and my role for all those years my role was to develop top performing sales leaders so um, building sales curriculum um, is just in my DNA, and my client; those are my direct reports. And our clients were all business owners of all shapes and sizes, so businesses from startup to Fortune 500 companies. So it was truly in my DNA to just be able to understand all the ins and outs of what it takes to build a successful business, and all the ins and outs on how to activate that business in in a market. Um, yep. And so after 17 years, I walked into a boardroom and I lost my job. And it was one of those things where God was doing for me what I couldn't do for myself because I will not leave a situation unless I'm forced out of it. And I was forced out of it. <laughs> and so I found myself, um, I found myself trying to figure out what I was going to do because I knew I wasn't going to go back to the bank. And um, I had an opportunity to do some higher education, and I always wanted to study where my grandfather studied, who is like the hierarchy of our family. So I did some higher education and got certified in empowering women's leadership at Cornell. Um, and during that time, they're really cool over there, and they throw you up on stages, especially if you have a story talking about women in economic power. So, and I had that story. So I was on stages talking about women in leadership and. In late 2017, I was tapped on the shoulder um, and asked if I would become managing partner for a fintech startup. Oh. Um, and at the time, fintech was not, it was still very much innovation. And there was like, there's hardly any women in fintech now, but at the time there was zero women in fintech. Um, and the startup itself was something I, I had a love affair with. It was still in, in the finance world, um, but it was the the model was how to get money into small businesses, specifically minority and women-owned businesses' hands. So I jumped in um, and and uh, worked within that startup uh, for the next three years. And once again, my role was to figure out how to grow the startup, how to activate the markets. And I really wasn't sure if I knew how to do that. <laughs> um, but I, I took everything that I did from the bank and tossed it over to the startup. And thank goodness it worked. Um, and during those three years, I continued to work with women in leadership and women founders. And then in in during COVID, when when all the women came soaring out of of the corporate um, world, I saw an opportunity to start business coaching and consulting women founders and women entrepreneurs that were were scaling and starting and all the in between. Um, and so that's what I find myself doing today is. I call myself the full suite business coach. And basically what that means is there's so many different coaches out there that can help you build your business. Um, and with me, you just get to hire me. You don't have to hire everybody else. And we we walk that walk together on on getting you to the to, to where you want to be. Oh, I love all of that. And I want to pull 
two things that like two lessons that I heard in my brain from your the story that you just told. Number one, like leaning into saying yes. Mm-hmm. And so I see so many places where, you know, you you got the offered the promotion and you weren't sure. And yes, I've heard that story from so many women. And it's mm-hmm. an absolute crime that like we have to decide between, you know, the betterment of ourselves and being able to eat. Like right. it's ridiculous. But um, so saying yes in that hard but you know moment basically, and then continuing to say yes when the um, the financial tech company tapped you on the mm-hmm. shoulder, and continuing to say yes when you saw an opportunity during COVID, like just the ability to say yes, even when we like on the flip side of that, it's also when knowing when to let go seems like it's one of those things right. that like is is a lesson that you're learning, but being the ability to just say yes. So I want people to hear that because I think sometimes like we get in our own heads, we need, you know, all of the information, we want all of the steps to reveal themselves. And that's not usually the way that things work, right? In terms of sometimes you just see that first staircase or first step in that staircase in in order to say yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me think of when, when I decided to move into business coaching, um, my sister was the one who actually helped me do that. And my sister, um, she's not an entrepreneur. She is in nonprofit. So <laughs> totally <laughs> different. And she's the one who said to me, Hey, you have all of this knowledge wrapped around your little pinky. Why don't you go give it to women? And up until that moment, I had never even heard the word mindset, let alone looked at my own mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my, that, that was my green light that, Oh, there's actually women out there that need what, what I have. And, 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 and so that is what we continue to teach other women is that, Oh, there's actually things that, that we have that you need. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then the other thing that I heard you say, or that I felt in your story was so often when people start over or when they like lose a position and then go into something else, they feel like they're starting from scratch basically again. And I've always said, like, you're never starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And all of that experience that you had from previous things, work-related or just life-related, you bring to the table in that new position. And so I see that in your story also in terms of sales that, you know, when you were teaching sales at the bank and then what you were working with on FinCon and now now kind of marrying the two um, in, in how you coach and work with women business owners. Yeah. Yes, that's so true. It's it's one of the things that I think we, um, we we I say I say all the time our basic what we know like basically our normal like the things that you just know Tasha mm-hmm. like that are just like in sync in you they're absolutely extraordinary to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't really know that because they're so just part of who we are. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I would love, and this is my second to last question: <laughs> What is in all of what you've experienced and all of what you've done over the years, what is the one thing that like makes you the proudest? Like what's, what's that thing that when you look back or look at it all, you're like, oh, yay, go Dora. (laughs) Yeah. And it's none of the things that I shared with you. Um, The like overwhelming hindsight is a virtue experience in my life that um, has been the biggest blessing in my life was being able to to be the full-time caregiver for my mom before she passed for almost 10 years. And 
that was all during the days of of senior leadership in in banking and raising my kids. So <laughs> um the fact that that was but that was truly the biggest blessing I've had for sure. Yeah. Thank you. And uh where can we find you in the world? Where do you hang out? I hang out. Um well, if you you see I'm all over the place, but um <laughs> I primarily hang out um in in the Facebook world and LinkedIn world, but you can find me at gypsysoulcoaching.com. I just rebranded and I love I my saw it. Site. It's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally just switched all of my tech over. That was the craziest project. If you ever have to do that, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just switched everything over to good old Entreport. I'll give them wow. a little yeah. pitch. <laughs> um, yeah. So you can find me at gypsysoulcoaching.com. I have a little master's group called The Women Who Soar master's um group and then just typing in dora ranking amazing yes and that'll all be in the show notes as well thank you so much for your time dora it was great getting to know you a little bit more yeah thank you tasha thanks for listening before you go be sure to head over to tashabooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and learn more about my upcoming programs master classes and live events and if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review and subscribe. Until next time.